podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Good evening, everyone, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. Hope you're all keeping well on this miserable Thursday night as it is here in Ireland. Um, please uh, excuse the husky voice. I'm feeling a bit unwell, and Neil is uh, stuck a little bit, I think, with work or family or whatever's going on, but I will endeavour to bring you the news as it's just broken. <coughs> um, I'm going to run you through the starting 11, seeing as we have it bright and early. Um, Martinez, Conza, Carlos, Longley, Dean, McGinn, Kamara, Tielemans, Bailey, Diaby, and Watkins. So yes, very strong, uh, strong starting eleven. Not many, uh, not many teams, not many tantrums to be thrown. I think with with the the lineup that's there. Um, apologies, I can't get it up on the screen. Only Neil is able to do that from uh, from his end. Um, just run through the substitutes quickly, and I'll go back through the the starting lineup then in in a moment. So we have uh, Olson, Marshall, Cash, Douglas, Louise, Burton, Triore, Pau Torres, Alex Moreno, Callum Chambers, Zaniolo, Duran, and then Donker. So good complement of uh, players available there. There's no, with the exception of Marshall, there's no. Uh, no underage players, as I can see. Well, Duran, obviously, but he, he's a, a regular in there. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. I, I uh, Looking at it, you can look at it two ways. Is it a three at the back with, with Carlos Longley and Conza, or is it a four at the back with uh, with Dean and possibly somebody else filling in on, on the right-hand side? But I think we have Neil ready to come in. Hello, everyone. Good evening. I hope right on cue. Better, it should be better today. You sound okay, I'm anyway. Oh, that's good. It's I sounded okay to myself in my in my headphones last night as well, Paddy. But when I listened back to it, I, I did. Uh, I said I, did, I wouldn't mind, but it was some of my best work. Oh well. <laughs> you you kept me entertained while I was sitting in a doctor surgery last night, so I was able to message you going. I think there's something wrong with your audio. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't get it in time because everybody was messaging in the in the comments as well. And I was like, um, yeah, I think there might be something wrong with the audio. Uh, but you know what? There isn't something wrong with the team sheet because the team sheet is out, Paddy, just in time. I don't know if you've gone down through it, but team sheet is out. Yeah. Martinez and goals. Conza, Diego, Carlos, Longley, Dina, McGinn. Uh, Conza, Diego, Carlos, Longley and Dina. McGinn, Kamara, Tielemans, Bailey, Diaby and Watkins. So that's a very strong team. Um, what do you think of it, Paddy? Have you given your opinions on it yet? I, I think it's a back three with Dean Yam again, the two the two wing yeah. backs for myself, to be honest with you. Or, that's what I'd be that's what I'd be leaning towards looking at looking at it that way, yeah. Um it's a team that set out set out to keep them well and truly on the back foot if that's what he's gonna do with the back three. I'd rather be a back three than a back four, to be honest, looking at who he's picked. So um yeah, let's bring it on and see see exactly what, what he uh what he thinks. 
Um, I, I just think it was it was almost too top heavy for for a four with with Bailey Diaby, Watkins, Tielemans. The way he, I don't think he's going to deploy Tielemans the way he did the last day uh, with, with Bailey and Diaby in the squad in in the team. So that that'll be one change from what we looked at in in Alkmaar. Yeah, it's uh yeah, as I say, the bench is Olsen, Philip Marshall, Cash, Douglas Louise, Treore, Pau Torres, Alex Moreno, Chambers, Zaniolo, Duran, and then Donker on the bench. So strong bench as well there, even with naming two goalkeepers, it's still a very strong bench uh, mm-hmm. that we can see there. Um yeah, look, that team is that team is, you know, Bar Bar Douglas Louise and and at, you know, Pau Pau Torres and Cash. Like realistically, we've seen Diego Carlos and Longley in if I'm not mistaken, every European game so far. So, you know, to me, that's not a massive surprise to see them in there. There are two people that probably, probably would have expected to be in there uh, as well. So it's, uh, yeah, look, bring it on. We've got our, our attacking forces in there. We've got a good midfield in there. And we've got a decent defensive setup in there as well. So, yeah, can't, no complaints from me whatsoever uh, with regards to that to that uh, starting lineup. Um Last night, I don't know that some of you guys get it, but last night I was just talking, we'll bring up the AZ team in a moment. I was just talking about AZ and they've only had one game since they played Aston Villa last, Paddy, and that was a one-all draw against Excelsior. And they've been toing throwing with, with UEFA over Latko, uh, the left uh, winger slash left wing back, uh, that he won't be able to play tonight because UEFA upheld a ban. But it seemed like it was a bit of a mess whereby AZ expected the money to get a one game ban and then UEFA kind of went, oh, actually, it's a two game ban for whatever <laughs> reason. So it seems that he won't be there tonight. Well, I haven't got the team up, but I'm not expecting him to be there tonight. But they're get- the-, the reason I'm bringing that up is because he played in the left hand side, that kind of left wing role. And then uh, Muller Wolf, the uh, left back who played against us, the guy who said that Villa were one of the most organized and best drilled teams he had played against in his, in his career. He was left back and he was atrocious at the weekend against Excelsior. And Excelsior's right back actually went up against him and had him on toast for the whole game. So I'm not expecting him to be as bad as he was because he was actually quite... Villa targeted him in in, in the 4-1 game as well. But I'm not expecting him to be as bad as he was at the weekend because I watched a bit of that Excelsior game and I thought he was really naive, really poor. And maybe that's the kind of thinking that we've... Maybe if it is a Bailey, is a wing-back here. If you've got Bailey and you've a Diaby kind of pulling to that wing-back side, to the, to the right-hand side, we could have a lot of joy down that side. And maybe we're trying to overload it to try and really push this guy back and 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 compound his poor performance at the weekend, maybe. Yeah, I wasn't aware of. Uh, I, I admire your uh, your homework that was done on this one, and, and you managed to watch a Four bit points. of it the weekend, which is even better. Um, I wasn't aware of the, of the dispute over the the, the suspension, so um, I'll I, I'll just fill while you drag up the team, and we can see if, if he's made it or or if they've uh, if they've changed anything um, major to counteract what they had to put up at the last day, but. Like you'd really have to think us playing at home in front of our home crowds under the lights, as they say, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be nothing better than uh, than the atmosphere there tonight. And in fairness to uh, Leggy Warsaw, they're they're gonna run us right to the end. They're two 0 up already, two 0 up very early at Mostar. So that'll be over before we go onto the pitch. We'll know exactly where we're at. I do feel we're gonna have to go and win tonight and win on. Uh, win at the end of the month in order to avoid playing that extra two games in February. So that's a nice carrot for the team 
to, to know that you're going straight into the, 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 the final rounds without playing that playoff. So win win tonight at all costs, uh, get a good result against Legia and stay on a par with them and hopefully get a better result against... Uh, no, we actually have to beat uh, Legia, sorry, because that'll be on uh, head-to-head. So we will mm-hmm. need to well. So and and then they have to finish at Alkmaar. So they they'll be they'll be vying to, to to try and keep up as well. So yeah, it's all it's all getting very interesting there now, and uh, we'll we'll know a lot more at ten o'clock tonight, I suppose. I want to formally say this to us at Alkmaar and say thanks, million. You guys do it properly. There's no bullshit about t- about clicking on links to have to find your team. There's no wondering where anyone's playing. There's no alphabetical order. There's no numerical order. I want to just say. Well done to Azad Akmar. Well done. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, that was an evil <laughs> uh, There's Azad Akmar's team tonight. And Matt Ryan in goals. Sugawara right back. Muller-Wolf, as I mentioned previously, at left back. Martin Zindia and Bazaar in, in the middle of defence, which was expected. Jordan Classy and Minans. Minans got the goal at the weekend in their one-all draw against Excelsior. He was actually quite good and he's somebody that uh, myself and, and, and Michael from the Aranya uh, podcast, the Football Aranya podcast, actually pinpointed as somebody who could really grow in to this AZ team, somebody who's kind of been brought back there to to uh, replace the lad who moved to AC Milan, who had an absolute brilliant game against PSG uh, during the week as well. David is going to play in that kind of withdrawn 10 role, as, as, as his number suggests there, with Van Bommel comes off the bench, Mark Van Bommel's son is com- comes off the bench, Sadiq, the guy that got the goal against us the last day, will play on the right and up front, their danger man, Pavlidis. Um, for me, I think, look, looking at that team, there's no... Van Bommel is Van Bommel is in there, but Ladko was the guy that was supposed to play in, the, in that position, or they would hope they would have been available to play in that position. But Van Bommel is a young, up and coming player. As I said, Mark Van Bommel's son, so he comes from good stock, as we say here in Ireland. And um, you know, Pad- Pavlidis is uh, the, obviously the danger man. Now, what Villa did really well with Pavlidis the last day, Paddy, if you if, if people remember, you know, yes, he had one chance early on. But we we made him go wide to get the ball. We made him go into the channels. And he was still dangerous in there because he got a couple of balls across. If I'm not mistaken, he crossed the ball in for Sadiq for Sadiq's goal. But um, but Pavlidis was, is a good player. And if we can force him wide, and I expect us, that's why we've got the three in there. It's not just because he's this all-conquering centre-forward. He's a really good centre-forward. But I think it's so that we can just maybe... maybe cut down in that space for him. So he does have to go wide. And then if we pin them back on the right-hand side, push Van Bommel back there, push Minans back into into have to help him, help Mollerwolf on that side, it makes Pavlidis kind of work that left-hand side as, as we're looking at the team there, our right-hand side a small bit more. So I'm thinking that's where uh, there's a lot of talk got into this game and specifically into our formation as well. Yeah, there's there's a lot to read into it, and, and I suppose a lot will be said when we see whether this is a back three or a back four. Um, I think with regards to the high line, Sadiq is is the is the main uh, running threat in that he's he's very very quick as we saw the last day. Um, Pavlidis is obviously a huge threat in in that he averages a goal every two games, and with 120 games on the clock, that's that's pretty good return for a striker. So obviously has to be watched. Van Bommel. Relatively unknown. We don't know. Don't know what we're going to get from him. As you say, he comes from good stock. Obviously, trained very well in in a very good system there at Alkmaar. And uh, Bruno Martins Indy, I suppose, is the one we haven't mentioned. Looked very lethargic in the in in a in a in a Stoke team at this level. So, 
Um, if we can run him a little bit ragged, that's probably where we can get at them at the back. Yeah, and he comes in and replaces uh, Penetra, Penetra, um, or Penetra, I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, he was in there at centre-half, and he'd been one of our better performers over the course of the last uh, of the season so far. Um, I don't know, is he carrying a bit of an injury? I think I might have read that somewhere. And, he went, uh, off, he went off the half-time at the, at the weekend. Yeah. So he's obviously you don't take, you don't usually take your centre half off at half time unless he's having an absolute nightmare, no. or or he's uh, he's carrying an injury. So you you've got to assume that it, it is the latter, um, and the fact that he's he's not out there today. So yeah, Martin Zindi is is the one that I think we can get at, and he's all we know he's all hands. So if we could get very close to him and 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 win a few free kicks or or even better penalties off him. With the use of his hands, he loves to be all over players. So draw attention to that to the referee early on, and and that that's how we we'll get some change out of him. Absolutely, just popping up the team again there while we have a quick chat, Paddy, because some people have asked for it. There, it's Martinez, mm-hmm. Kanza, Diego Carlos, and Longley, Dina, uh, McGinn, Kamara, Tielemans, and Bailey with Diaby and Watkins uh, uh, up top. I would imagine, and imagine there'll be some sort of contortion there to see who plays at right back, whether it's McGinn filling in for Bailey or whether it's Bailey. Uh, in there at, at that right back position, uh, right wing back position, we'll see um, in time to come. Um, Paddy, do you want to pick? I, got, I had a penguin, I got penguin bars, um, and I just I was laughing there a moment ago. And sorry to go off on a massive tangent there because I I was thinking to myself, do they still have the jokes on the back of the penguin bars? And they do, Paddy, they do. <laughs> What's a penguin's favorite ice cream flavor, Paddy? I, I'm glad you read the joke as opposed to listening to me talking. So. Uh... <laughs> Uh, well, Penguin's favorite ice cream? No idea. Fishstachio. Yeah, I kind of regret. I kind of regret uh, looking to see if they have a if they have a joke on on the penguin bar still yet. Um, but anyway, getting back with the getting back to to, to what we can see here. Um, some uh, like for for me today, I think. Look, it's it's a home game. It's under lights. There's a lot of people going to it, and and. Um, <coughs> Uh, I wish the best to Ronan Ward, who's over there. Uh, best to look over there, Ronan. Um, he's one of the lads that we, we message with almost on a daily basis, Paddy. And he's gone over to his first yep. European game since the Spartak Moscow game in 2009 um, in Villa Park. So I think Villa Park's going to be rocking tonight. This is the big one. Uh, as I say, as at Alkmaar, absolutely capable of coming here and beating us tonight. And we need to be really honest. Uh, absolutely have to be honest uh, tonight. And I think we will be on it because, as I say, winning this game today and winning the game against Fulham at the weekend are really, really um, pivotal, uh, I think, for the club because uh, I was mentioning last night as well how important it is, these two games, from a PR point of view, coming into December where we've got some iffy games. Yes, we've got some teams who are going to be missing players, but we got to rise to the occasion in those games too. And then obviously December leads on to... January, and as we know what happens in January, Paddy, we'd be hoping the checkbook would be open uh, based on our on our European on our European escapades and where we are in the league. Maybe a couple of eyes might be looking at us, going, "Hmm, that's not a bad place to not a bad place to rock up for for the rest of the year." You know, so, that's, not uh, the, that's not the most important thing that happens in January, Neil. The most important thing that happens in January is you, you lock your way your way yourself away in a cave and you research all these uh, obscure players all around the world and <laughs> tell us all about them. And I know it's your favourite time of year, and I bet you just can't wait to get Christmas out away for it to join to land. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not getting <laughs> as much time. Not getting as much time to do anything as I want to do <laughs> at the moment with this uh, with with the second fill up. 
after coming along. But um, God, as I say, God is good, and maybe we do get some time to do it. But um, the yeah, so like for me, I think today, like I I I expect us to see Alex Moreno at some stage today, Paddy. And the reason I say that is because second time on the bench, maybe get a few minutes in the legs, a few more minutes in the legs, and, and, and it could even be as a, as a left winger, as we've said before. We get a few minutes in the legs tonight, get a few minutes in the legs against Fulham, have two weeks held for letter, um, training with the with with whoever's left behind after yep. the internationals are gone, and then he's ready to hit the ground running after that. I just think tonight, bearing that like that, it isn't catastrophic. I think that tonight is um. Is 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 a time we could see see him for five ten minutes any or, or for twenty minutes I think at the end of the game for sure. I also think we're probably going to see John Duran depending on the scoreline. If we don't like if we if we're tuning up, I think we might see John right. Duran come on. Actually, I think we'll probably see John Duran come on anyway because if I'm not mistaken, Paddy, we've played Watkins and Duran in some games when we've played five at the, when we've played three at the back. We've kind of played that traditional two up front. I, I don't, we've not, not in every game, obviously, but one or two games. So maybe we see the two of them play together. And uh, it would be great if Zaniolo could come off the bench, see what he's like coming off the bench, maybe, and, and get that elusive goal. As Emery has mentioned previously in, in, in the last two press conferences, you know, it, and it's not beyond the realms of possibility as well. And I suppose it's to be, to be expected as Zaniolo, like these charges caught him blindsided. From the point of view, he's been lumped in with people who are betting on football matches, and it's more or less been proven he hasn't been betting on football matches. Mm -hmm. So, like, that must have been a real blindsider for him because he knew he was betting on stuff, and there's no legality with regards to betting and blackjack and so on and so forth. But you know, for a guy like that to have his ne have his name dragged through, uh, and it's not fully concluded yet. You know, it, it stands to reason that his mind might be a bit bit skew as. Um, so hopefully, he gets off the bench and has a good has. Uh, has a good few minutes tonight and hopefully, you know, maybe gets on the score sheet as well, I think. Yeah, I think everybody is willing that to happen. I, I feel like I've said it in every team sheet tantrum at this stage. Uh, just going back to what you mentioned about um, oh, Moreno coming in there, I would like to see us get to the stage where we could possibly leave the, the, the three defenders on the pitch and switch it to a back four and, and, and let him maybe sit, sit wide on the left just to get some minutes in the legs, as you said. So not not coming in for Dean is what I'm saying. So if we can, if we can, you know, get get a couple of goals, get ahead, and then go with Conza, Carlos, Longley, and Dean at the back, and tighten it up a little bit, and let him work his magic and see what he's at. Bob, thank you so much, but I wouldn't I, I wouldn't trust myself to be paid by anybody to do <laughs> to do research on anyone because uh, no, I wouldn't trust myself. But thank you so much for that, Bob. I really, really appreciate it. And Roderick asks, uh, tell me about the eighteen year old wonder why Besiktas Neil. I actually have a piece done in him. I just haven't released it yet because I have butchered his name throughout. Well, I haven't recorded yet, but I don't know how to pronounce his name, number one, and I want to just put together a graphic on him. There isn't an awful lot around, and I'm I'm in a lucky position where I work with a load of people who are actually living in Turkey and are Besiktas fans. So um, a lot of my... There isn't a ton of information on him. It's, and, and to be honest with you, in Turkey, it seems like it's a done deal for him to come to Aston Villa. Like, the Bish my... Uh, uh, I was, I've been sworn at in Turkish twice already this week when I've asked people for their opinion on him. 
Um, but uh, thank God for Google Translate because one of the I love, the phonetic, I love, the, phonetic, I love the phonetic spelling of Brashiktas there. I think we need to do that for this player <laughs> as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't pronounce his name, uh, but uh, I was looking for Google Translate. When I put it in, I was there. That's actually a really harsh, harsh insult to give me on. I was doing was asking what the guy is like, but uh, it seems to be in, in, in Turkey that it seems like it's a done deal. Now, obviously, I don't know how true that is or whatever because. Um, Turkish sources are, are are less than less than legit at times too, um. But I've got some pieces on him. It's not a very long one. I think it's only about eight or nine minutes. But I hope probably put it out next week. I would say, and we're going to start doing um some transfer pieces next week because I've got a bit more time to my to myself next week. And uh, yeah, as I say, he's definitely on the list. And not just getting in there because he was an absolute colossus last night, but Rooney Bagardi or whatever however you pronounce his name from from Copenhagen. I had him on my list, and now I feel like I can't do it because everybody. He's talking about him now, so uh, he's been he's been a darling of mine in football manager previously, and also I watched him in the European uh, Under Seventeens Championship, and I watched him play against Ireland um, for the under for the under twenty ones last year for for Sweden. And Jesus, he's he's really good. His close control is as good as I have ever seen. It's Jack Grealish. Jack, if Jack Grealish and Messi had a baby. You know, it'd come out something like this guy's close control. It's really, really good. Anyway, I digest. I I, 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 I um, digress, should I say. I digest as well because I've just had the penguin. Um, Paddy, who are you most looking forward to seeing tonight? Neil, I'm just drawing your attention to this one because I, I sent this to you in the group yesterday. It's the Under the Kosh had John Gregory on. Uh, I didn't watch it. Yeah, you should, you should definitely have a look. It was... <laughs> I thought they went a bit too easy on on John Gregory, to be honest. But there was a, there's a good story in it about how he uh, how he wound up um, Jack Grealish when Jack Grealish was playing for Notts County, and Jack had to be taken off because of it because Gregory got under his skin. So funny one, but at the time, is, was it? Uh, oh, I'm Jesus, League Two team outside London, I think. So he'll tell us. <laughs> I'm looking. Uh, yeah, Crawley, no, Crawley, maybe Crawley, Crawley Town. Yeah, Crawley, Crawley Town. Yeah, Crawley Town. Got there in the end. I wasn't sure. I thought he was in India at the time, so that's why I was I, I was asking. But uh, yeah, I must watch that. I've always been a huge. I've always been a huge fan of John Gregory. Um, I was like his matter of fact speaking. He's the, the way that you mentioned there, where he kind of goaded players from the sideline. Like when I played sport, I was the worst ever at getting in people's like sledging was on a different level i was the worst at saying stuff to people i was marking to get under their skin and uh 99 i was exactly the same <laughs> it wasn't always referees that i wound up you know <laughs> i did it to the opposition as well <laughs> yeah i was I, I i was i was less than less than savory put it this way if we were mic'd up my mother would have disowned me at times uh, but look, that's part of, it's part of the game. It's part of, we're not there to make friends. We're there to make memories, aren't we? You shake and hands before wouldn't. and after, but what happens in between when you step across the white line is another story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Paddy, uh, guys, do you want to start getting your, your scores into the into the, to the chat there? And I'll go down through them. But Paddy, any last final thoughts on this? Tielemans, big game, exp- exp- I suppose, expected of him tonight. I'm, I'm hoping he builds yeah. on this. He's been good in Europe, you know? Yeah. Uh, he's been good oh, in Interesting to see how how he will be deployed with with knowing that the other guys are in there. He's not going to play in that. I think Dan, Dan Bardell called it a, a false ten, if there is such a thing. Yeah. Like he played in in the. Uh, if if it does feel like this is the second leg of the fixture, doesn't it? Because they were so close yeah. together. 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the the away fixture when when he was deployed so high up the pitch, he actually played really really well. So he'd probably sit more in a sitting tree, I would imagine, with with the guys that are there. But we'll um we'll find out in an hour's time, and we'll we'll uh, hopefully enjoy what I'm expecting to be comfortable, but not too comfortable. And I'm hoping that it's a clean sheet. And Joe Baran was messaging me earlier on, trying to get me into a prediction. So before the team's announced, I said 2-0. So I'm going for 2-0 again. <laughs> Good old Joe. <laughs> Joe. Joe's a way of making people talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with... You went with 2-0. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go 2-1. And the only reason I'm going to go 2-1 is I think Villa will, will go up 2-0. I think we can see later on. And, uh, but I think it will be a good game. I think we'll be entertaining. I think under lights in Villa Park, I think the fans will have something to go away happy about. And I'm going to go with 2-1 um, as well. So, uh, yeah, I, th I, I, I think we should win. <laughs> Connected. No, no, Connected. <laughs> the comments. But uh, I think 2-1 is, is, is a fair enough prediction from this one. I, I think as Ed have been... Like they're they're like if they were a racehorse, they'd be likely run uh, over the last couple of weeks since we last played them. You know, as I said, they only played one game against Excelsior and Villa have, have a couple more games in the bank since then. So yeah. um, I think it's something that uh, yeah. just to bear in mind. Uh, so they're kind of waiting in the long grass with regards to this, albeit they would have expected to dispatch with Excelsior at the weekend. Um, and uh, even being even though it was an away game, I think there are definite ways Villa can get at this as a team. We saw it in the first first game, and I don't think that. Um, barring um, that they don't play with the same formation again, uh, that I think the Villa have the players and have set up in a way whereby we can go at those same areas once more. Whether we're as effective at it this time, I don't know. But uh, early goals would be key, and I expect Aston Villa to get one, get an early goal in the first half, and then and then take it from there. Sounds Brilliant. Good. Let's have a look at some of the scores there. So let's do a rundown. Leon Bland, good to see you. 3 1 Villa. Jordan Levy says 3 1 as well. Dan Ferry says 1 0 Villa. Junior Bennett saying 3 0. Sai just wants a win. He doesn't care <laughs> what it is. He just wants a win. Um, uh, 3 1 to C Line I. Andy, our Aaron Brady says 3 0. Jordy Villain says 4 3. Max Hunter says 3 1. With Tienemans getting a banger. Uh, Dave Dwyer says Norvi 2-1. PJ Coyne says 2-1. Stephen Wright says 7-1 Villa. Blake AVFC Dean says 5-1 uh, with a Watkins hat-trick. Alfie's Reef is going 4-1. Tony Belfast is going 3-0. Audrey is going 2-0 Villa. Uh, has anyone any news in Mings and how his rehab is going? No, I don't. Uh, I, I don't have any, if, if, unless anybody in the, in the comments does, but it seems like his rehab is going okay. I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the stands tonight because it seems like a game. Like I think they had him in the stands for... The last home European game as well, so uh, he wasn't he sitting beside uh, Prince William. So I wouldn't expect I wouldn't expect any different that he would be there as club ambassador, club captain, and um, and somebody of, of importance there again tonight as well. Uh, Michael Huggins is hoping for a respectful one nil, and J John Morgan is three is looking for a three nil with Bailey to score two. Steve twenty four seven says three two. Andy Brogan is going with three nil. Martinez will be determined to get a clean sheet. I think so too. Rob Henry's going with 2-1. Bertie W going with 2-0. Noel is going with 2-0. Melty Shirts is going with 3-0 with Sexy Moreno, Duran, and Yuri uh, to score. Um, standing on the word says, I don't want to predict it today after the weekend. I thought we'd score a 3. Captain Nugget's going with 3-1. Jason is going with 3-0. Um, T. Lai is going with 3-0 with Longley hat-trick. If that happens... 
I'll shave myself and I'll drive to Limerick and keep the stream <laughs> on and shave Paddy as well. If that goes, if that happens. Oh, don't be putting on bets on my body now. I've little enough to be shaven. <laughs> Steve Ferry says 3 0. Um, Can Cat Cannon says one nil. Three nil says John John Tough. Um, Bog says traditional four one, four one for me. RW saying five one. Oops. Uh, Aston Villa armchair fan is saying four nil. Um, Adam Townsend is uh, saying four one. Matt Packer is going with three nil. Um, Bag of Bags says four nil. Villa Osdrum saying three one. RW saying a long lay hat trick as well. Um, uh, Stephen Brown is saying 2 0, and the Wellland well Valley says 2 1 to Villa. Michael Huggins has reliably informed us that Prince William is in Hong Kong. Um, mm. so that just means the king will have to sit on his own. Uh, in uh, King Mings, will have to sit in his own in uh, in the box. And Neil, we, we have a, a roving reporter at Villa, Villa Park has just uh, sent us a video and proof. That whatever happened outside Villa Park, the team had to pull up on Trinity Road and walk through the fan zone to get into the ground tonight. But uh, our, our, our roving reporter, oh, yeah, Ronan Ward, but he, he had too much drink on oh. board and his video came out a bit different. But we, we saw the video. <laughs> <laughs> I see him looking at it there. Yeah, there was, uh, there was a group of fans. I know what they as Ed fans that were letting off fireworks on the road. Um, and I know oh. the police had them had them completely surrounded and and carting off. Didn't look like there was any trouble or anything like that, but they were letting off a ton of fireworks in the middle of the road. I did see that. Now I don't know how close to the ground that was. I don't know where it was, but maybe the bus was diverted. Um, but um, that's cool. Fa- coming through the fan zone with all the home fans there like that, that could become something of a tradition <laughs> in a, on a European night like this, Paddy. Yeah. You know, could become a bit of a tradition. Let's I, see. I always love the way. Um... I don't know if any of the listeners ever been to Celtic Park on the European night. The team get off the bus and the, the fans line the, the walkway up and it's the most surreal experience to hear that roaring and shouting and cheering. It's lovely. And mm. obviously, there's plenty of space up there for doing things like that. But it, it really is, I, I would imagine going into the dressing room, that would be just lovely to feel that energy going in as well. So there's definitely something in it especially for a tight team like that, you know, and that's something I've said about this team is, you know, a lot of the team have been together. They've trudged through the, through the, uh, through with Dean Smith and then onto, onto Steven Gerrard and now with Unai Emery. There's a, there's a core group of players there that are, you know, together and having something like that. And and Emery's always said, we want to bring this connection back to the fans. That's one way to do it. Even, even though it seems like it was unintentional, that's certainly one way to do it. And uh, I suppose food for thought. Maybe food for thought. They could, uh, they could all be like wrestlers. They could all line up and then have their own entrance music through the fan zone and <laughs> sprint down. Like I'm, 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 I'm here to be hired. I said I wouldn't take any money for writing, for writing player profiles. But if Aston Villa want to hire me to do creative for how people, how how to get the fan engagement side of things going, I'm definitely there for that, for sure. I could come up with some ideas on this off the spot for that. Um. Anyway. Paddy, I think we're going to leave it at that. We're going to we're going to slink off, guys. As normal with any of the team sheet tantrums, we're going to feed directly into AVFC Stato's le- uh, link. So if any of you guys are doing the watch along with Stato, um, you know you can hang on here. And once the credits are finished rolling, again the credits, the outro, whatever you want to call it, is finished, then you'll be fed straight into his feed as well. Um, and then once he's finished with his watch along, you'll feed straight back in here again to us. So. Uh, Think of this as our own little, our own little uh, TV studio between the two of us. You just throw our TV channel. We'll throw you over between the two of us. But uh, you know, as you guys know, Dale is great, and um, 
if you are looking for factual statistics, uh, there is nobody better in the game with regards to Aston Villa. I don't know if you guys, do, do you guys ever stick around and watch how he does his spreadsheet? He used to do that at, at the end of watch-alongs. Now, obviously, I don't get to see the, the ends of the watch-alongs anymore because we're, we're popping on to our own podcast. But he took me down through his spreadsheet one time. My God. It's like, uh, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's like the Matrix looking through it anyway. So kudos to him and kudos to Dale for um, for all he does with regards to those statistics. Any last bits, Paddy, before you... Uh, before no we... last bits. I had to drag myself out of bed to come on to this. And I'm, I'm going to go back to bed to watch it in the hope that I can get up at 10 o'clock and, and come on with you again. But I got a nasty old dose and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm struggling to be fit for kickoff. So we'll see how we go. That's it, yeah. Yeah, Paddy's starting on the bench tonight. Um, so that, there's breaking news. All right, well, we're going to leave everybody with that. Look, as I say, Aston Villa versus AZ. Hopefully, we, we will get a win um, today under lights uh, for the fans that are all in attendance today. Big one for our European um, credentials as we go forward. I know Legia Warsaw are probably going to be looking at this. We beat AZ Agmar. gives Legia a bit of a leg up. Um, with regards to where they are in, in, in the group as well and it also gives us a little bit of a, a shot in the arm as you go into Fulham at the weekend and then onwards into the international yeah. break so we will a, victory, see a victory effectively effectively qualifies us yeah but, but absolutely remember that we need to avoid that playoff of whoever drops out of the Europa League because there's some big teams in there that we'd want to avoid and yeah. albeit I, I would sure Chris Heck would, would love another full house in February in Villa Park, but uh, we won't we won't start any conspiracy theories just yet. <laughs> we get the <laughs> no, job done first. I don't think so. Righto, everybody. We're going to leave it at that. Expecting uh, a, a great game tonight from the boys, and we'll see you again and f- on full time. But in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the Villa. Up the Villa. Podcast Network.